Welcome to the MPYA podcast. MPYA is a gathering designed specifically for young adults. In this podcast, you'll hear messages from our gatherings as well as conversations that we hope will help you navigate these defining years of your life. We hope you'll join us as we explore practical ways we can follow Jesus in our everyday lives. As always, be sure to follow us on Instagram at North Point Young Adults and subscribe to the podcast if you like what you hear. But with that in mind, let's jump into this week's episode. What's up, everybody? My name's Clay, and we've got Nathan Brandon in the house with us. Yo, what up, what up? And then we've got the beautiful, lovely, and talented Mrs. Allie Cooney Hello, here with us as wow. well. <laughs> Blushing. What a treat. Yes. <laughs> uh, Allie, do you want to let us know uh, what you just made us do? Yes. Look, yes, I do. So in preparation for this podcast, I had both of these gentlemen take a Sporkle quiz mm, um, of Taylor Swift songs. You have 22 minutes to um, remember as many Taylor Swift songs as you possibly can for a total of 144 from each album, not including bonus tracks, not including from the vault. Um, so I would love to hear how you guys did. I remember I, I was doing Sporkle back in middle school. Yeah, we're bringing it back. Yeah, now it's an app. It's come a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, Nathan, why don't you tell the people what you got first? I'm proud of mine. How many? Um, I got 8% out of 144. 8%. 8%. So if you do the math, that's 11. You got 11? Wow. What was the first one you thought of? Um, like the, oh. Our song. Okay. That's but then good. I got another one off of that. It was like ours. Is yeah. That one? Mm-hmm. It that gave me fun. that one. That so is I was like, Nathan and I were actually taking one. this together, and he said, uh, I just remember Tim McGraw. Yeah. So he gave me a free answer, <laughs> oh, which nice. was clutch. How many did you get? I got 20 Okay. out of 144. That's... Um, Honestly, I was expecting. You to do I know. A I actually bit really like Taylor Swift. I know. I, I don't know if it was the coffee or what, but I just wasn't really in the it zone. It was the right pressure. Now. The yeah. pressure got to you. The pressure did get to me. Um, you know, not to brag. Last night I did this and I got 142 out of 144. I don't even what know. What did you miss? I missed closure from Evermore oh. and um, never grow up from Speak Now. So I don't even know weird. if that's a thing you can brag about. I like, just did. That's what your brain space. <laughs> <laughs> Is consumed. Yeah, I wouldn't go around saying that. Imagine how smart I could be. (laughs) So much scripture could be in your mind right now. Uh, Wow, I'm convicted. Okay. All right. (laughs) I'm out. Swift or scripture? Both. Can I do both? There you go. I've got both in there. I guess so. I promise. Yeah. Well, I'm glad the people know how much you love Taylor Swift. It's hard to hide. Um, Yeah. But speaking of Taylor Swift, today we're talking about breakups. Whoa. Whoa, that's not all she's known for. But she has a lot to say on breakups. She does, but she also has a lot to say on a lot of things. What's your favorite Taylor Swift breakup song? What? On the spot? Just like that? Back to December. Got it. Back to December. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I guess all too. I don't know. That's too hard. Don't ask me that. That's too hard. uh, Never, ever, ever getting back together. That's a goodie. Okay. uh, First question that we received is how do I break up with someone well? Mm. How do I break up with someone well? That's important. Yeah. Um, I'll take it. Go for it. I'll, 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 whoever wants to start. Um, well, what's a little, thank you. (laughs) What's a little bit funny is Clay and I just gave a message about who to date together. It was very fun. Um, but Clay made this side comment about how he thinks ghosting is okay. Yeah, and I have actually received a lot of pushback <laughs> about sure you have. ghosting. Some people found me after the service, and 
she was like, I agree with everything you say usually, Clay, but this one uh, we, we disagree on. She's right, whoever yeah. she is. What was your perspective, Clay? Cool. Uh, I think I said, how did it come, how did it come up? I think I said, we were honestly, sometimes, I think sometimes ghosting is okay. What? When? What situation? So I think the context of the conversation was how many dates does it take until you can break up with somebody? So, mm. or like, how do you break up after going like on a certain number of dates? dates? Right. Yeah. So if I go on two dates, does that mean I have to break up in person or can I break up over text or can I just kind of ghost? <laughs> and for me, I was thinking if you just go. <laughs> you can't. Okay. If you just go on one date. And you don't really know the person. You both are on the date and you're kind of, I think you kind of feel it out and you both kind of know, ah, this just isn't going to really work out. I think you can maybe just kind of walk away. And never speak to them again? Potentially. That's the only thing you, that's the only situation you think ghosting is okay? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well. (laughs) What do you think? I think ghosting is never okay. I, here's what I'm thinking about breakups. Whenever we're talking about dating, whenever we're talking about marriage, at every wedding we've ever gone to, 1 Corinthians 13 comes up, mm. right? I'm going to read it for I'm going to read it for you. Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes always perseveres. That's a very big passage of scripture for dating relationships. And I personally believe that that is true for us before we're in a relationship, while we're in a relationship, and even after our relationship ends, which means we need to honor and love that person um, in whatever way that we can and whatever it looks like. I think it's different depending on the situation. But just because you break up with someone or just because the date doesn't go super well doesn't mean you're not called to love that person. Um, And that's so hard to do, I think, in a breakup because you feel like, I don't know them anything. I can do whatever I want. They hurt me. I can hurt them. And I just think that is not the case. Um, I think clarity is really important when you're breaking up. which, you know, ghosting okay. is not. Here's what I'll throw <laughs> back to you, though. Okay. So we're talking about clarity. We're talking about we need to have a conversation. Sure. What if I, what if the ghosting actually feels like a nicer method of breaking up? Because then I don't have to tell them exactly why I wasn't feeling it. I mean, you don't have to be like, you smelled bad, you know, like you can be <laughs> but that's kind clarity. and have a conversation. So, what, so if, if I can't say that, what should I say? Well, clarity is kindness. Clarity is kindness. <laughs> okay, but like, you don't have to. Sometimes it feels like the nicer thing to do is to just walk away. No, I think you, I think people like ghosting because it makes you feel more comfortable because you don't have to do something hard and have a mm, hard conversation. Good. But that's not loving that is not loving to that person. That is loving to yourself because you don't have to do something. Huh. Hmm. Okay. So okay. That. I have a question. Okay. So you're talking about like love is patient, love is kind. Yeah. We don't do that only while we're in a relationship with someone, but right. also after, like with breakups. But what if I'm like, I don't want to love these people. Like I am so mad at that mm. person. I don't want to show them any love. What does that look like? Well, I think. Like, how is that possible? 
I think it's still possible with the sense because it's also dying to yourself. Okay. Like just because you feel a certain way doesn't make your feelings should not always inform your actions. And so when you're when you're feeling angry, when you're mad, when they've hurt you and all you want to do is hurt them back or do whatever <laughs> to like make them feel bad, I think you have to go back to your faith and you have to go back to what Jesus actually did for you. That's good. Mm. Because we were like while we were still sinners, Christ died for That's right. us. That's right. And so no, we're not Jesus and we're not ever going to be perfect, but we are called to be little Christ. And so when people hurt us, that's even a better opportunity to carry out your faith and be like Jesus. So I think breakups are an even better time to really see what your faith is made of. Yeah. Well, this sounds like uh, I can if I'm going to have a hard conversation, if I'm going to break up with someone, I feel like maybe my best course of action is just to say that God told me to. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> um, why are we blaming God for you? For you? Why are Because he told me I should break up with the person. I mean, okay. I think we take this idea of peace and put that on God. If you don't have a peace about someone, you tell that person that God told you instead of just saying, I don't have a peace about this. Mm, you know, That's actually a good way of thinking about it. I think, and I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying God has never been like, hey, Allie, break up with this person. It has not come across that in my Bible, you yeah. know, like, yeah. dear Allie, but, you know, but I do. I've had so many experiences where I don't have a peace about it, and I either ignore that or I, like, think that that's—or I even have said, like, God— is not like God's this is on God when the reality I think the kind and clear thing to do instead of making putting this person against God is just explaining like hey I don't have a peace about this Mm. and yes ultimately that's probably the Holy Spirit but I don't think you need to blame God for the fact that you don't have a peace about moving forward in a relationship I feel like that's actually a great way to talk about it or say it or break up with someone to move the conversation from God to just, I don't have a piece about right. it. Right. And I think that's clear and yeah. that's kind. Yeah. Um, but also, this because, is a little, yeah. um, you know, not this. This is something that I think about a lot. This is a little controversial, okay. what I'm about to say. Here we go. So we like. <laughs> buckle up, people. <laughs> I know. Buckle up. So I think if you are dating someone, it doesn't matter how long you've been dating them, two years, three years, I don't know, four years. Engaged. In, sure, engage. If there, if you have not stood before God in a group of people and covenanted—I don't know if that's the right way to say it—covenanted right. this relationship and marriage, you can break up with someone, and I don't really think you need a for real reason. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Nathan? <laughs> okay, because, listen, you, I, I think— <laughs> I know this is a this is crazy and maybe I'm wrong and feel free to push back. But if you feel like going back to that peace thing, you don't have a peace. You don't want to spend the rest of your life with this person. You should not spend the rest of your life with that person just because you don't have the words to describe why you need to break. Wow. Up, you know? Yeah. And so it might get messy. It might totally. might be the villain in someone's story. But ultimately, it's so much better for both of you to break up without a real good reason than get married just because you didn't have a real good reason, you know? That's so true. But, wh- like, what do you say? You got to have something to say to that person because right. they're going to have questions. Sure. Especially what, what, if it's like you a say? long You're just like, hey, I'm done, and you leave? I mean, that's not kind, I suppose. <laughs> like... We, we lead with kindness. We lead right. with love. But I think at the end of the day, it's like, hey, 
dating is evaluating. That's right. And so when you are looking at dating as evaluating, when that person is looking at dating as evaluating, you can go to that person and be like, hey, we've been evaluating for maybe a long time. And I think we're coming to like, I think the evaluation is we shouldn't get married. Yeah. And, you know, practically that, that, like I said, it might get messy and like breakups are messy a lot, but I just, I just don't want anyone to, to marry someone just because they didn't feel like they had a really good reason to break up. Yeah. And then they feel stuck. And then they feel stuck. And then you're covenanted to that person. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, we believe that that's it, you know? So. And I would love to talk about what a covenant is, but I don't think we have time on the podcast right now. But I I want to say, I think that is super mature and wise um, in a way of like, you can be dating someone that's a really great person. Totally. And that loves Jesus Mm -hmm. and that you have nothing bad to say about them. But you just walk away from that relationship saying they're amazing and they love Jesus, but they weren't the one for me. Yeah. And that's okay. There are a lot of awesome people in this world and you can't marry all of them. Right. And you shouldn't. Right. <laughs> we shouldn't. Yeah, that's so, good. That's those are those are just my takes. I like it. Yeah, that's great. And I think it's an important point to make just because um I mean, I love what Jonathan Bacluda talks about too in dating as an interview. Right. Mm. And that ultimately when we're dating, we're interviewing the other person to see if they are a good fit for the job. Yeah. And marriage is the job. Yeah. And so we are just continuing to move forward, always thinking we have marriage in mind. Yeah. And so as we are dating someone, as we are looking for our significant other, it's not sitting in this process of dating. Mm -hmm. We're actually moving through the process into marriage and constantly having that on our minds. Um, I think it's just so important. Yeah. If marriage isn't the goal that you're actively moving towards... And it's not if it's not on your radar, you shouldn't be dating. And you yeah. shouldn't be listening to this podcast wow, because this is not be going listening. to be helpful yeah, for you. You're not going to like us at the end of this. <laughs> um, okay, I love it. I want to move to the next question. Um, it's this on, on the on the flip side of that conversation. What about how do I handle getting broken up with? Mm. Mm. Tough. Yeah, I think we've all been there. Except we, we've been. I've well, been there. me and Nathan have been there. Allie, have you? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Allie is the breaker upper. Listen. Oh. Listen. I don't. Thankfully, I she never nothing. broke up with me. I didn't. I yeah, didn't you're break married up with now. You. So yeah. We're married. Yeah. We didn't have a break. We didn't do that. Yeah. Not that that's a bad thing. No. But we okay. didn't have to. Praise God. <laughs> uh, but for those of us who have gotten broken up with, right. um, how do we handle that? Nathan? Yeah. Um, do I delete all the photos off my phone? Mm. Um, it's tough. Do I block them on Instagram? Right. Uh, you should um, remove them from Find My Friends, you know? Great oh, point. That's a, I, I thought like, of, Don't like, stalk them at 3 a.m. to see where they are. You should not have them on Find My Friends. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, when you're breaking up together, just do it together. Yeah. Did we even I'm have probably. each other on Find My Friends when we were just dating? I think we did. Okay. I don't know. I I, yeah. I think we did. Maybe yeah. you didn't know we did. We got serious we quick. <laughs> Who knows? I do think um, if you're getting broken up with, you want a formula. Of like sure. two plus two plus three equals healthy mm. and healed, and that doesn't exist with breakups. And so there's no like it, okay. uniform formula that's just going to lead you to being healed in one week. Yeah. Well, and from the uh, person being broken up with perspective, do you want to know you why they're breaking up with you? Like the specific reason? 
I think there's a degree of it where like maybe I'm just not attracted to you. Right. Do you want to know that? Well, I think there's a degree where you need closure to yeah. heal. Yeah. And also, like, there's a part of knowing certain reasons to then go and examine yourself saying, mm-hmm. like, is this true about me? <clears throat> because if this person feels this way, I don't want the next one to feel the same way. Yeah. And two years down the line, I'm in the same place that I'm at now because nothing changed in me. So. Mm-hmm. A breakup is potentially sanctifying. Totally. I think it should be. It always should be. Mm. Well, suffering is sanctifying. Right. You know? Wow. And I feel like breakup is a form of suffering. Right. That's right. Yeah. Um, but I think just as a whole, you need distance mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. And I think part of that depends on how long y'all are dating. Uh, you know, whether if you're dating for like three dates versus three years, that's going to look a little different. Sure. Um, but you need distance and it can be really easy in like three days when you're lonely and don't have plans on a Friday night to text them Mm -hmm. and call them and be like, Hey, what's up? Just don't. Just don't. What's so bad about that? Just don't do it. Because that gets you back into the pit that you're in. But what if they would start responding? It's dangerous. It almost (laughs) feels like a rewind of healing. I know it's not necessarily, but when you But it feels good. It's like one sure. step forward, two steps back. But healing from that person ultimately feels better. But there's hope. Maybe right. we're going to get back together. And you could. You could. But if that is true and if that's really God's plan, what does it hurt to take yourself and distance yourself for a time? Because if that's God's plan, it's going to happen. That's so true. He's going to bring you because back together. Is be... this back to trusting God? Yes. So it's like, wow. do you trust God enough to not talk to them for six months. Whoa. If that's really his plan to bring you back together. Mm. And let him do the work in both of you individually and then see what happens. But do you trust him? That's the hard part. That is hard. And it sucks. I mean, all I can think about is how I'm going to be alone. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Um, I, I actually was thinking of this verse, Isaiah 48.10. I have been broken up with before, you know, me and Clay. <laughs> so yeah. here we are. Yeah. Um, Allie, you stories. can't relate to this. Let's so. talk about our <laughs> I'm going to take but a walk. But seriously, like in those moments, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and there's this verse, Isaiah 48, 10, that really like was my rock. Mm. It says, behold, I have refined you, not as silver. I have tried you in the furnace of affliction. And of course, this can be exported to a lot of different types of affliction in your life. But for me in that season, it was like, Okay, my affliction is this breakup. <laughs> totally. And God's tried me, and I'm going to come out on the other side more purified and sanctified and more holy if I give it to him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that is a honestly perfect scripture for what we're talking about and what you're we just saying about how breakups, suffering are potentially sanctifying events. Right. And I think when you put it in that positive light— or positive mindset, it's like, okay, God is using this right. for a specific reason. And when I can continue to tell myself that, I think it changes the way I think about and yeah. see the breakup. Another thing that I was thinking about that I think is super important is be very careful who you talk to about that person. Ooh. Mm. And I would go as far to say, like, other than like two to three of your closest friends, Never talk poorly of that person in public. That's good. That is so Like, you can important. still honor them even though they may have hurt you deeply. Because yeah. that's what the body of Christ should do. Mm-hmm. Totally. 
And it's so easy to like someone asks, hey, like what happened? And you just start down your soapbox mm. of how bad they suck and they did this, they did this, they hurt me, and it does not paint them in a good mm-hmm. light at all. Yeah. And even though you might feel those things and some of them might be true even, just don't do it. I mean, right. that's potentially gossiping. Right. Well, I will say, me personally, huge verbal processor. Yeah. Let me just tell you. It I got confirm. I, I got to say it a couple of times. <laughs> right. For and you need people. I do. So you're saying two to three. Right. Maybe your mom. Like, totally. what? I think it's important to find those people in your life. I would explode. Right. Like, I would not. And, it would be so bad. And it's okay if you do. I think figuring out who that's to. It mm-hmm. shouldn't be on Instagram. <laughs> Shouldn't okay. be on your story. Okay. It shouldn't be some subtweet post. Sure. Um, but looking for those people in your life that you know are with you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to be with you 20 years down the line and 40 years down the line, whether that's family, your mom, yeah, a brother, a sister, sure. a really best friend. Mm. A really best friend. Yeah, like one that's a, been there. Not a regular Not best like, friend. hey, this is my best We, we yeah. met a month ago. It's sure. like he's been with me for 10 years mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. and I know he's going to continue. So, yeah, I think just being careful in that way. That's really um, The yeah. other thing I was thinking, last thought I have around this is just I remember a mentor telling me in this time where I was, like, struggling. Mm-hmm. She said, you have to choose to see this as God's kindness protecting you from something down That's the road. Good. And it's a choice. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I didn't see it as anything as like God's wrath. But down the road, hindsight's twenty twenty, mm-hmm. And it's just like, I'm going to choose to see this as God's kindness. Yeah. And I don't know why or what that looks like, but I'm choosing. Yeah. That's good. That's good. You said something about uh, not putting it all on Instagram. That leads me to a question that I have. Um, oh, what's the protocol on social media of breakups? Okay. Okay. Like, do we delete the pictures? Do we unfollow? Right. Do we block? And how quickly? Do we mute? When do we do it? What What do we do? I think muting is is a good first step. Me muting too. is like good. it's pretty nonchalant, mm-hmm. but it, it protects you. It puts mm-hmm. some guardrails up. Um. Blocking, I would say, is, like, only if it's really hurting you. Mm -hmm. Like, if they're on the other side doing something actively to kind of, like, stunt your healing. Mm -hmm. Um, But sometimes blocking can feel a little petty. Yeah. Yeah, Because blocking feels like I'm trying to let you know that I'm done with. Yeah, it's sending a message. Whereas muting, they'll never know. And And I think an unfollow can be appropriate. Totally. Yeah. And maybe a necessity. Those two things. Yeah. Yeah. Those two things feel like healthy moves. Yeah. I will for, say. For yourself, if you're trying to heal yeah. from a breakup. A block. I had a conversation processing this podcast with a friend, and he said he did block an ex-girlfriend because every time he was posting something, he was doing it through the lens of what she was going to see or think. Wow. wow. And so he was like, That's I so need true, though. to know she's not going to see this. Yeah. Well, and here's another thing that I think a lot of people do is we'll post a story and then later go back and look at who has looked at it. Of course we do that. <laughs> and so if I see that my ex is looking at it, I'm like, oh, I still got her attention, though. Yeah, no, that's like, that's a thing. Yeah. For sure. What do you think but, about when you should delete photos, like grid post 
of that person or of you two together? It's probably situational. Yeah. Sure. Um, I think that's a great question. <laughs> I don't. I mean, to me, again, it kind of gets into the pettiness a little bit, unless it's like you're you're going to your grade constantly and looking at them and it's bothering you. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end of the day. Those are just photos from your past, and I don't think you need to necessarily take them down or get rid of them unless you just want to. Or when, as you start stepping into another dating relationship. Right, I was going to ask that. Yeah, or like I would totally hand you my phone and when we were dating mm-hmm. or engaged and let you like take down whatever you want to take down. Yeah. Like, or whatever photos are in my phone that you don't want in there, delete them. Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, yeah. it starts to end up being about your future spouse and yeah, who you're with at the time. Relationships. And I think every th- as we were kind of talking about breakups too and being broken up with and gossiping, all that kind of stuff, I think everything could be put through the filter of how would I want to be broken up, be broken up with? Mm. Like it really comes back to loving your neighbor as yourself. That's good. And thinking through, okay, if I got broken up with, would I want some, my the person who broke, broke up with me to go and tell people about me? Or yeah. The, yeah, or like tell them the things that I did wrong or what, how I broke up with them, what is what is so bad about me. Like, no, you, no one wants that. That's wise. That yeah. is good. Um, and I will say too, just for our podcast listeners, we did not do, I know, well, I'll speak for personally, I did not do this right, <laughs> right. in my past yeah, at all. All of this is like learned. I did something and then I thought about it years down the line and was like, oof, I'm so sorry. Yeah. So like... This conversation is a lot of, like, what we've learned. Clay and I are obviously married to each other. Nathan has a beautiful wife. And so this is all from past mistakes mostly. That's very true. I've come a long way uh, in the ghosting realm. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) You have. I've learned so much. Um, Okay, as we kind of wrap up the conversation around breakups, the last thing, I mean, we've kind of touched on it a little bit, but basically just healing from a breakup. At the end of the day, if we get broken up with, if we break up with someone, what's the w- best way to go about healing from the relationship? Yeah, both parties need some healing. That's right. Just yeah. Before you, and I think another aspect of that, yeah, like I think you need a little bit of time of healing before jumping into your next relationship. Potentially. Totally. I don't. Most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. Um. Yeah. But what do y'all think? Anything around healing, healing from a breakup? Um. Yeah, I I think um, there's two things we can do with a break a season of singleness after a breakup or singleness in general. You can either take advantage of it or you can waste it. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so many times, I mean, in my past, I've done it, and other people I see all the time, they just waste it. Whether mm-hmm. it's staying hung up on that person and even like living in a false reality. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that something is going to become true or they didn't mean it and just give it a month. And so you're just like not even trying to get past it. Or you can take advantage of it and really just get to a point where you're like, God, I'm secure in my identity mm-hmm. as either a love son or a love daughter right. of a perfect father in you. I think that's a great... And that's all I need. Yeah. And I think that's a great point. I think when you break up with someone, I I think you literally pour yourself into your relationship with God. Because to your point, I begin to um, realize that I am a perfect loved right. son or daughter of God. Um, and at the end of the day, we know that being in a relationship can take our attention off of God. 
Yeah. Like when I'm in a relationship, all of a sudden I'm worried about what she's thinking of me or um, how I can please her or where we're headed. And uh, Paul talks about this in First Corinthians 7, too. He says, if uh, like I would prefer that you were as I am. Um because I want you to be free from anxieties. The unmarried man is anxious about the things of the Lord, how to please the Lord. But the married man is anxious about worldly things, how to please his wife and his interests are divided. And so I think as we step back from a relationship, step back into singleness, if we just begin to pour ourselves into our relationship with God, I think over time, God is going to be the one that heals us. Mm -hmm. Um, God's going to be the one that's speaking truth into us. If we read his word, if we get back in our small groups and communities that are so for us and are with us in this. And we have those amazing friends that we're talking to and processing with. Um, so I think it's just leaning into yeah. our Christian communities, leaning into God's word, uh, getting into prayer, um, those kinds of things. I mean, yeah. because when we're in relationships, if we're honest, they're getting a lot of our time. We're texting with them. We're talking to them constantly. Um, and so all of a sudden we get a lot of time back and we can use right. that super well or we can choose to waste yeah. it mm -hmm. you have, and just jump into another relationship really fast. You have more freedom when you're single than you'll ever have in your life. Yeah. And I just think like if you're single and you just got out of a relationship, look who is under you, like who you're mentoring. Mm -hmm. And yeah. if there isn't anybody, go find some guys. Like yeah. if you're a guy. Or girls. Yeah, or girls. <laughs> like just go find this is some, why we have some Allie on high the schoolers <laughs> yeah. and pour into them and hang out with them and take them out hiking on a Saturday when you would have been hanging out with your ex. Mm -hmm. And you all know? of a sudden when you're doing that, you might look over and right. There yeah. she is. You find some, you someone else's mentor. Right. Exactly. Wow. And then you do do it together. Wow. Yeah. That is sweet. <laughs> that is sweet. Well, man, it's such a good convo. Good time. Any uh, final thoughts? Yeah, any burning questions? I will say just for, you know, this conversation, I definitely, Clay and I started dating pretty quick after I got out of a relationship. And so, a lot of the things we're saying, I think there's a lot of, what I'm trying to say is there's a lot of redemption. God is so much more powerful than our mistakes, yep. is what I want to say. Um, you're not going to do this 100% right because we are flawed human beings and we're just doing our best to pursue Jesus. And I think there's so much to be said about the grace of God in this area That's of good. our lives. Um, I know that I've experienced that in a huge way. Clay is such a tangible example in my life of the grace of God. And so wherever you're at, we just want you to know that we're for you. God loves you no matter your past mistakes no matter if you've done this breakup perfectly or it's been messy and you have a it's on you a lot of it there's just so much grace for you and your future isn't ruined right. i just want you to know that's your right. future's not ruined because of the mistakes you've made in this area of your life yeah, yeah that's so good um yeah and if you have any questions if um you're struggling with this we would love to talk to you too um yeah because we're so for you uh, we right. want you to know you're valuable, you're loved. So good. Um, and yeah, we would just love to help you in any way possible. Amazing. Great. Such a good podcast. Love um, you guys. Last thing, if you want to see if you are better than Nathan and I and Allie at the Sporkle <laughs> Quiz Sporkle. on Taylor Swift, we are going to link that in the show notes. We are? Yeah, yeah. Oh my know. goodness. DM me your <laughs> results. Yeah, we would love to know. Um, but we love y'all. See you next time. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to the NPYA podcast. To learn more about us, you can follow us on social media at North Point Young Adults or head to our website, northpoint.org slash youngadults. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss one. See y'all next time.